Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Well, thank you for tuning in to the Raiders Brawl podcast, one of the many podcasts on the Brawl Network, a network that's going strong. Raider Nation, the best nation, the best fan base in all the football. Hey, I love it. The team is sorry. The team is good. We always going to be there. My name is Daryl Wilson, joined by my man, Ryan Holt. Go ahead and uh, drop, your, drop your Twitter for the folks. What up, Mills, man? Uh, just glad to be here, man. Thanks for having me. Another great show we bring to the, the folks, the peoples of Raider Nation. It's getting there, man. Can you smell the grass, man? It, it's allegiance going, man. Uh, looks like the season and everything's on, on, on par to, to start up, uh, you know, September 10th. Here, though. Drop so, your Twitter. Uh, it, drop your Twitter for the folks. The, so, the, the, the Twitter is uh, dogwonderk9. And on Twitter, uh, you can find me, uh, dogwonderk9, on Instagram as well. But yeah, man, it's 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 here, man. You ready? I'm ready. I'm ready. Um, look, man, I'm I'm just gonna be real. We, this is Friday night, um, August 28th, and just before, you know, me hitting you up, man, we just got some extremely bad news. Oh, wonder, brother, man, Chadwick Boseman, um, who played Black Panther, um, died off stage four colon cancer today few hours ago um it's extremely extremely rough news it's my it's like 2020 is just a bad ass nightmare and the shit never ends man from black people getting killed by the police who have always been doing always been happening um just we've been watching it on tape lately uh, just racism coming out at a high level COVID-19 Brother, man, um, I just had I just had diabetes, but I just beat diabetes real quick. So things had been looking good, but now Black Mamba to the Black Panther. Wow, it's just just uh, it's just man. You know, um, I know this is a football show, man, but I'm human, and it's just I, the irony of a man who played. Jackie Robinson in a movie and today is Jackie Robinson day in MLB died. Wow. Just, just, yeah, that's, that's, that's just, man, it's heart wrenching. It 40, is man. Uh, 43 years old. I'm 42 turning 43 this year, 43 years old. It's, 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 it was kind of one of those things, man. When I saw it, I didn't know what I was like, I didn't catch it at first. You know, it was funny, man. I thought it was the old coach of Cal, uh, that coach with Jason Kidd. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was like, oh, mm-hmm. no. Yeah, it yeah, Todd, yeah. Todd, Todd Bozeman. Todd Bozeman. I'm like, Cedric Bozeman. I'm like, you know, the Bozeman started rolling through my head, and I was like, oh, snaps. 
Black Panther, man, it was deep, man. So it was just shocking, man, because from what my from what I've been reading, and um, not sure if you're there, saying he kind of kept it under wraps from the public and most people. A lot of celebrities that had no idea. No, so no, was, nobody, nobody had any idea, man. Like it's just that just shows, you know, the testament to him and you know his just his just commitment to giving back, giving back to the community, giving back to the world. This man had, he was diagnosed with stage three in 2016. And he made so many movies from Marshall to Five Bloods to what we call Moraney's Black Bottom and just a gang of other films, man, that he was just working hard. He kept on working, working, working in between like surgeries and chemotherapy. Like nobody really knew. You know, you saw him earlier, earlier this year, I forgot where I saw him and he was just looking real slim, real skinny. Where like I thought he was, you know, I thought it was I thought he was preparing for a role. Like actors do this all the time. Sometimes, you know, they take steroids and they get buff real quick. And sometimes they lose a whole bunch of weight, you know. And I thought this was one of the cases. And a lot of people were cracking jokes about, you know, his appearance early in the year. Like you never keep going through, man. Um it, it's just it's just extremely, extremely sad, man. Um yeah. But yeah, yeah, man. Um, you know, he was a big sports fan, big football fan, basketball fan. You know, somebody like that. You know, just real fit. And he was a real, you know, the role he played Black Panther. He was just a real inspiration, just to just to a lot of people and a lot of kids. Like that was just one of the hugest movies when it came out because it's like really one of the first times that it depicted uh, a black superhero in a major. A major um, like that though but hey man um just prayers up to his family um i just hope they they're able to find some comfort in this man this is yeah. i just i just want to hear some good news man i just i just this has been bad news like all around this year it's terrible but um hopefully uh this nfl season can kick off pretty soon and deliver us some good news, especially um, for our Las Vegas Raiders. When I've been hearing nothing but glowing reports coming from coming from Las Vegas. And they had a little practice today in the most beautiful stadium in the world. Saw some pictures and watched on hard knocks of uh, SoFi Stadium. It's a, it's a beautiful venue. It is so far is a beautiful venue. You know, they got all the uh, bells and whistles with the lake and the palm trees and all that stuff on the outside. But from a stadium, just strictly stadium stadium, Allegiant Stadium is is the best. And it's grass. It's not any of that turf stuff. You know, they're using turf in SoFi Stadium, which is understandable because they got to keep on switching logos between the Chargers and the Rams. But whatever. So it's two, two brand new stadiums this year that fans would not be able to attend or see in person while the teams are playing, which is still, um, still a wild concept to me. That concept is, is so, so wild. And if we see like how the NBA is playing their games in the bubble, like they're, and they're in the playoffs, there are any home field advantages at all for the top seeds because the crowds aren't there. You could have the artificial crowds as much as you want, but 
it just really isn't the same feeling at all. Maybe slightly different with these uh, NFL and MLB teams because the home teams are actually playing their home states, but there aren't any crowds. Um, aside from the Kansas City Chiefs playing at 22% capacity and possibly the Dallas Cowboys, um, most every other team that I've seen will be playing fanless this year. And it's crazy. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's crazy because a lot of colleges are talking about doing like half or a quarter of fans, uh, 25%. But, yeah, I mean, I, you know, even though it's outside, you know, it's not inside like, uh, you know, hockey or basketball. Even baseball is not allowing it, you know, so it doesn't make sense. I don't know how they see it as any different from, you know, uh, baseball. I mean, it's the same type of venue. So, but yeah, I, I you know, I don't think it'll be right away. Even uh, I've heard, I think Tampa Bay, Kansas City. Is Kansas City going to start a lot of fans from week one or is it at the end of September? Um, I believe it's, I believe it's from the gate. If not, it's just a couple of weeks, a couple of weeks after. Uh, I'm not 100% sure. Don't quote me on that, but I believe they're talking about, you know, fans from the get-go. Yeah, yeah. So that's 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 a very interesting decision by the Hunt family, you know. So, um, and, you know, let's we'll see how it goes, man. It's, uh... So um, last time we had a, we had a conversation uh, about the team. I sent you a tweet, and I was uh, talking about Henry Ruggs starting in the slot over mm-hmm. over Hunter Renfro. Um, but lately, the name that's been popping up everywhere is Brian Edwards. That Brian Edwards mm-hmm. doesn't even seem like a rookie at all. Like he he's a man. He's giving these boys the business. And from practice tapes I've seen, like he he looks good, man. He looks good. So there aren't any excuses this year for Mr. Derek Carr at all. And, you know, man, uh, I'm sorry to say for the people who don't like Derek Carr, you know, I'm just on the fence. I just want the quarterback that's going to win. But Derek Carr has the keys to this franchise at the moment. Um, Mariota is just a backup. As much as people want to see Mariota being a starter, the things that Mike Mayock have been saying about Derek Carr lately, just giving him glowing reviews, just talking about the leadership, his offseason workout plans, um, how he got everybody together. Um, he's not going anywhere, man. So um, we get used to it, all these weapons that we have. Because, I mean, Tyrell Williams, he's going to be – he has a torn labrum, and he's not having surgery. So he's going to be playing with a hurt shoulder all season. Um, he won't be that productive at all. So the big three at wide receiver, Hunter Renfro, Henry Ruggs, Brian Edwards. And I didn't I didn't choose that order. You know what I mean? So we got to give the incumbent, like the one who played last year, you know, top billing as of right now, because you know he's definitely earned it. But things could change very, very fast. Zay Jones has been talking like he wants to move something. So Zay Jones better step up too. What you think? What you think about this receiving core, man? Yeah, Edwards has been the talk of camp, really, because 
I know Aguilar quoted, you know, saying this dude is going to eat. You know, I, everything I've been reading with Edwards is that he's already been a a veteran type presence the way he's playing the game. So uh, I expect big things from him. And uh, it seems like uh, everybody in the receiver core seems to be taking the competition very strongly. It seems like that Hunter Renfro's been getting talked. I even heard Zay Jones is doing better. Nelson Aguilar, like I mentioned, it's Terrell Williams playing through injury. So it, it's it, the core, I mean, seems to be thriving, man, on the competition. So like you said, I think Carr has no excuse. Uh, I still think he feels the pressure of Mariota and that he knows he has to perform at a, lot, a high level, even though he said he's tired of being disrespected. You just had to mention so, Nelson Aguilar, uh, didn't you? Yes, sir. I mean, he, he's, they, they say he's looking good, too, man. And I like Nelson Aguilar, man. I think he can be a good receiver, man. So we'll see. Man. I like him and Isaiah Jones a lot, man. I think those are two guys that are, should have, you know, breakout years, decent. Where, where's he going to play, though? Where's he going to play? I think it's going to be a rotation, especially if Williams is, is banged up. If he takes one good hit or fall, it could be, you know, a torn label could go to a full. Aguilar's been, you know. Aguilar's been a slot guy for the most of his career, though. Well, with the Raiders' offense, man, it seems like he could be moved around a lot. They're going to be using him even in backfield, kind of like the same way uh, they're doing with, with Bowden. So it, it, he's kind of one of those just athletes. He's not a very big receiver. It's kind of, kind of like a Peter Ward type. So we'll, we'll Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu slash visit. See, Ben, I think he uh, seems to be fitting into the, the system well from what I'm hearing. So I expect him to be getting some targets. And those are just the actual wide receivers that um, we had just mentioned. Let's not forget about Darren Waller, hard-hitting Jason Witten, Foster yeah. Moreau. Um, our, our tight ends are solid, too. Um, a few episodes back, I just spoke about Jason Witten and what his presence in the locker room means to all of these young guys. Professionalism. Foster Moreau, um, it's somebody who's really, really nice. Uh, I loved him when he was in college. You know, he came out, had, had a nice pedigree. He played very well. And, you know, the opportunities that he received last year was able to give Waller a little rest here and there. Um, I think I think John Gruden's going to come out with a few uh, three tight end packages at the goal line. The team sign, Theo Riddick. This past week to be a pass catcher, just in case if something happened to Jalen Rashard. Um, I just I think that there has been sort of a misstep to not bring in a real thumper, you know, between the tackles to sort of supplement Josh Jacobs. I think that's one of the big. I don't, I don't know the reason for the theoretic signing because we already have somebody like theoretic and Jalen Rashard. I haven't ever known Theo Riddick to be a between-the-tackles runner. Um, he just has a reputation of a strictly pass catcher from his time with the Detroit Lions. And Jalen Richard could do everything better than Theo Riddick. So I don't, really don't know what the train of thought is. I don't know if it's just another camp body. They want to have extra people just in, case, just in case of COVID or what. Josh Jacobs is going to have a huge huge season. 
I know um, Gruden feels some type of way about him not receiving the outright rookie of the year last year. So I think Gruden's going to feed this man, feed this man. Um, and, you know, the fantasy drafts that I've been in so far, um, I've been taking him. If I have a pick, like, at the end of the first round, I always just automatically go with Josh Jacobs because I expect huge things from him this year. Huge, huge things. Yeah, I think he should have the production uh, from pick up right where he left off in 2019. Um, the, to follow up on what you mentioned about the between the tackles guy, you know, it's funny, man, because I've been hearing a lot about um, Gruden, man. He loves fullbacks. I've been hearing in, in gold or Alec is going to be featured. He's going to be featured into the offense a lot. They, 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 he can be a pounded out guy. And then I also hear that uh, Devontae Booker has been impressive. He's got a sign from uh, from Denver. That's a, uh, that's another goal. that's another pass catcher. Like that's what he was doing in Denver. Um, he can know, run he, between the tackle though, man. He was a bowling ball, man. He was, Even when he was at Utah. He's okay, man. He's I'm not. He's oh, okay. I'm not even sure. If, I'm not sure if he's oh, going to make the team. I'm not even sure if he's going to make the team. Yeah. How, many, how many running backs are we going to carry? I'd be surprised. I think they'll cut Rod Smith. It's either him or Rod Smith. I mean, that's pretty much what it's going to boil down to. I think Rod Smith's a good cut. Uh, but, I mean, you look at, uh, I mean, Booker, his size, man, he's about six foot 225. I mean, he's a pretty big back, man. People underestimate him, man. I think he can really be something, man. I don't be surprised if he doesn't make the team. But it could be a chemistry thing. It's not really a talent thing. I've heard his attitude is not the greatest. But I, I could just be from what his experiences were in Denver. So, but yeah, I think he is a, a guy that's under the radar. I think can be an X factor for the Raiders' offense. I mean, then, then uh, like you said, with with Witten, I think he'll be right there. So uh, we'll see if, if Carr steps up and these receivers. Like you said, I mean, Ruggs is a guy that everybody's talking about. Brian Edwards looks like a, a guy on the come up. So. Uh, we'll see, man. They got all the talent, and the talent is there. So that if the offensive line holds up, everything should go accordingly. Um, just, just a quick, a quick offbeat, offbeat question I got for you. Um, what jersey number does Henry Ruggs wear? I thought it was eleven. <laughs> is it not, or is it is it seventeen? No, no, no. It, it's eleven. It's eleven. Okay, I know it's like a. No, it's eleven. The reason, the reason I say that, I was just scrolling up here and I saw Zay Jones. <laughs> Zay Jones, um, did he wear eleven last year? He got his number. He you know, I don't, re- I don't recall, man. He didn't really get a lot of time. You know, it was kind of. His, his Twitter handle was his Twitter handle was Zay Jones eleven. So did he gets number snatched okay. by Ricky. <laughs> I thought it was the guy uh, Rico. What's his name? Uh, 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 Golford. I thought he was eleven. Oh no! It's I. I, I just found it interesting. I just saw. I just you know saw Zay Jones eleven. Like wait a second, I know Rugs oh. running eleven. So why is Zay Jones Twitter handle Zay Jones eleven? Um, oh, interesting. D- defense, man. Defense. Um, Farrell looks good. Really? He, yeah. Farrell. Mm-hmm. Farrell. Farrell looks really good. Um, Arden Key. Arden Key looks really good. We all know Max Crosby. Hey man, I, I'm I just say this to say that if our defense could make any type of jump from last season, any type of jump, 
it's going to be trouble for the league. But with the offense, yeah. with the offense, we did terrible on third down and on the goal line situation. Like you could only go up from there, you know. Mm-hmm. But if our defense could keep giving us the ball back and, and stopping these teams, oh gosh, just everything, everything looks good. Yeah, they, they, uh, they're saying team. that the defense is, is really turning the corner, man. Rod uh, Marinelli was praising the D-line. Uh, I've been hearing a lot about uh, Malik Collins. They said he has been right. a monster. Right. They said his, uh, his uh, you know, he was a wrestler. They said his center of gravity and his strength, that he's just been stepping up, man. They said him and Mo Hurst have been holding down the middle and then uh, Farrell Crosby on the edge and then they, they Carlton. Nasbit, I believe they said it's been really pushing with him and Keith. They got, they got a nice rotation. Carl Nassib. Yeah. Um, Arden, Arden Key has been, they said, been stepping up. And then the backers, man, and uh, they say, uh, Demarius Randall, they say he's been come click, clicking it and the safety, him and uh, uh, Joiner. So they, they, man, they got some, some headhunters. Could you we believe, see, man? Could you believe that this, um, this basically should have been week three of the preseason. Right, this is right. this week. This week is dress rehearsal week of the preseason. Yeah, that, that's crazy. The third game, and this is where we don't even get to see each player in the preseason, so nobody really. Oh, no, that's the thing. That's a trip. Yeah, it's just gonna start. You know what I mean? We've never seen this before, where it just starts out the gate, man. So. Man, that's gonna be real interesting, man. Last, uh, last episode, um, the first, the first uh, segment of "Love Thy Enemy," um, when I was talking to Antoine Staley, Carolina Panthers. It's crazy that none of us knows what the hell you know the Panthers are coming to the table with because there's no preseason game, and they have a brand new offense, they have a brand new defense, new quarterback. Um, Luke Keekley gone. <laughs> it's crazy. And Gruden said to himself, like, there's no tape on these guys. <laughs> you know, so we, so we just got to do what we got to do. And, like, there's no game tape to study. Okay, it doesn't make sense to watch tape of last year at all because it's a completely different system. All you got to know is, you know, to stop Christian McCaffrey. And that's what, they, that's what they have the key on, you know. It's crazy. Yeah, it is. It's it's uh, it's a lot of new coaches this year that are really going to be, you know, catching teams off guard because we don't know a lot of them, you know, some are, are recycled like Ron Rivera, um, you know, Mike McCartney had a year off, now he's in Dallas, but guys like Matt Rule, like you said, in, in, in Carolina, coming from Baylor, we don't know what it's going to be for him. Is it going to be a natural, you know, is it going to be Steve Spurrier all over? You know, it's 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 gonna be real interesting, man. Uh, Joe Judge in New York. I mean, he has the talent. I mean, we'll see if that works. Most of Belichick uh, Belichick disciples haven't been too successful. So, yeah, man, uh, it's gonna be real fun to watch, man. I can't wait. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, if there's anything that I want the listeners to the Raiders Raw to do, make sure. Please make sure that you go out and register to vote. Just go out, register to vote, and not only register to vote, make sure you vote. 
however yeah. they're doing it in your state, if you're going to the polls, if you're mailing it in, if you're dropping your ballot off at the county clerk's office, because um, all, all, all this arguing, you know what I mean? Like, we're all humans, and you should always have, you should always have empathy for people who are being treated poorly, right? The injustices against um, the black citizens of this country are evident. So um, even if you support police officers or whatnot, you should be able to see the injustices in that. So whatever side, whatever side of the pole that you're on, you should always have compassion for the next human being. And if you don't, like, there's really something extremely wrong with you, right? Like, I look at you as, as less of a human. You're a monster if you don't have compassion, no matter what that person, no matter what their, what type of record that person has. You know what I mean? Everybody should get the same treatment. And more and more, the treatment is the same for all of us. So. Um, yeah, I, I couldn't agree with you more, Melo, man. It's, it's resonating so high right now in this country, in this world, man. It's just, it's at a all-time high man it's, the landscape is just going through a huge crisis with this man and it's 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 getting crazy man but like you mentioned man it's really important for the go out and vote and, i mean and, i was really impressed with the nba and, and the not whole, just the, the voting the voting process is opening up they're trying to make it now i know in california the forum staples center dodger stadium are going to be voting uh, so that, that, that people can go in and get their votes in. Yeah, this is this so is important. this is for COVID too. Like they're they're mainly opening these arenas for COVID, um, because to have like a large space to go out and vote, like that's what these arenas opening is for. Because mm -hmm. as you can see, like the suppression has been heavy when you go to different uh, counties and you got thousands of people lined up just to get into one uh, small high school gym, and it's just so crowded. I think going to like large NBA arenas, um, there's a lot more spacing and you're able to social distance a lot better. But like, don't just vote for president. Um, there isn't much a president could do for you personally on, on a local level. Find out who your, your local um, candidates are and for whatever, whatever causes, whatever causes you support that you believe in, like find out who supports those. Uh, because they're the ones that really make a difference. Um, you talk about you want clean water and stuff like that. That's your local people, man. So, hey, yes. go out, go out, rock the vote. Yes. Um, whoever you support, just vote. Because you could complain all you want, right? You could complain all you want, but if you didn't go out to vote, like, what type of it's argument? A new point. Did, right. It's a new point. You yeah. know what I mean? You gotta, you gotta get out and vote, man. People, you got to get out and vote. This year is the most critical year in, 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 in centuries, man. This is so big. I mean, this is really our, our kids and the, and the next generation that we're fighting for right now. I mean, this, this is something that we really have to take accountability for to make sure our family, our friends take that initiative and go out and, and make sure you take care of your responsibilities of vote. For your community and for the just for the country, man, it just it's so important right now. So it's it's uh, it's real big right now with a conservative and liberal. I mean, just the gun laws. I mean, just the whole 
red state, blue state is not. We're going to end it on this note, and we're going to continue this uh, on the next episode, but we're going to end it on this note since we're talking about voting. Um, 2021 Hall of Fame finalist Tom Flores, long overdue. Vote him in. Vote Tom Flores. Raiders Brawl, we out. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.